Yo, what's poppin', man? It's your boy Von. Von G to be exact. And tonight, I want to touch on some things, but, you know, this is my first time ever doing this podcast, you know, dilly deal, and um, just want to, you know, use my, my voice, this platform to, you know, enlighten and, you know, share some knowledge, share my experiences from, you know, point A to point Z. So we got a long ways to go. <laughs> but, you know, today I want to talk about a, a topic that, you know, a lot of people tend to touch on because we live in a different different time, especially with, you know, the innovation of social media and, you know, people being these creative guru, gurus that, you know, the world consists of as we speak. So I want to talk about what did college do for me? Right. <laughs> so, you know, I know it's like this this talk, you know, like what's the point of even going to school when you can just become an entrepreneur and open up your own, you know, business and, you know, get things popping from that perspective. Right. Well, let's just say in my case, I wasn't the most creative person. <laughs> so, you know, becoming an entrepreneur wasn't, you know, the premier choice for me because, you know, it was either play ball or go to school or rap. I could only do probably one out of three of those <laughs> those three choices, you know what I'm saying? So, and that was play ball. School was never being a in academics, you know, being a scholar was never something that I considered myself. So, you know, going to school was just taboo to be honest. But it was the only thing I could do at the time, so I went to school. And I must say, you know, my experience was a little bit different. You know, typically people go to go to college a little bit of you know, understanding on like what to do, how to do it. But, you know, I really didn't have the blueprint kind of laid out for, for a brother. So I had to kind of figure out, you know, ways to kind of navigate and, you know, be successful from that perspective. You know what I'm saying? But needless, needless to say, it, it played out to my advantage and I was able to, you know, get my bachelor's in criminal justice and my master's in public administration. Now I'm working on my doctorate in education. So, you know. I'm moving forward, but, you know, it wasn't easy. Yeah, so, you know, like, I spent a lot of time, you know, kind of figuring out what I really wanted to do. So when I first entered enter, entered into uh, college, I went to a school down in Tennessee, HBCU, which is a historical black college for those who don't know what those schools are. So, you know, I really didn't have a grasp for, like, you know, career, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really understand what a career was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had, you know, different people come into my high school, say you could be a police officer, you could be a teacher, you could be, you know, a lawyer, and all this good stuff, but at the same time, I was like, fuck that shit. I wanna, I wanna play, I wanna play sports, man, I wanna play football. I didn't wanna, you know, sit in a classroom and try to at least fake like I'm learning, you know, all that bullshit wasn't even, you know, something that was appealing to me, but I later realized that football is a, well, sports in general, just to play professional ball is like, is a slim, it's slim chances. You know what I'm saying? You really got to be different, different. You know what I'm saying? And um, let's just say I I was, I was talented, but I wasn't the best. You feel me? So um, that dream kind of, kind of folded and I had to figure out what the fuck I was going to do. And like I said, I wasn't the most creative person because I never really had to 
you know, dig deep because all I had, all I ever knew was just, you know, sports, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't go to class in high school. I, I, I skipped, um, just skipped school. Um, my main thing was just trying to make some money, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So school was just never my thing, to say the least, you feel me? Yeah, so, you know, school was just never, <laughs> I never really, I never liked school growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't, I disliked the way teachers kind of, like, kind of, you know, interacted with me, you know what I'm saying? They really didn't know how to, like, really deal with me because I was so opinionated, you know, and a lot of times, like, a lot of people that's successful, that have made it in life, you know what I'm saying? They are, they're very entitled, you know what I'm saying? And I see it now, you know, that I've reached some level of success, but at the same time, you know, a lot of educators, they don't like to be, we don't like, I'm an educator, we don't, we don't like to be told what we're doing wrong, you know, we don't like to be told that we're wrong, you know what I'm saying, so it's, it's, it's one of those things, when I was in high school, I was, I was a little bit of, I was arrogant, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, teachers really didn't take the time to be like, hey, this is what you need to do, this is how you should do it, because I wasn't as vulnerable as most students, you know, I was kind of like, I was rebellious, you know what I'm saying? If I felt like you were speaking some bullshit, I called you out on your bullshit. So, you know, <laughs> nevertheless, you know, a lot of, a lot of the time, teachers kind of looked past me. They really didn't want to deal with me. I mean, they liked me, but at the same time, they really didn't want to really, like, dig inside to figure out who the hell was Vaughn. You know what I'm saying? At the time, my nickname was, uh, was Red. <laughs> so, yeah. So, back to my college experience. So, I had uh, eventually... I went down to school my freshman year, you know, first semester. Like most freshmen, I was um, I was cutting up. You feel me? I was I was uh, getting into a lot of a lot of a lot of mess, um, just because you know I thought that I could bring the bring the hood back to the hood because the school that I went to was located in the hood. <laughs> so you know, what I'm saying I, it, it was it was a it was a different type of experience, man. It was it was dangerous. It was it was uh, you know. It was a lot of gang violence, you know what I'm saying? It was it was a city versus city type of thing, you know, and it was like a fashion show on campus. And mind you, when you're in college, man, you broke. I didn't come from the cream of crop, you know what I'm saying? I didn't come from a, with a silver spoon just like laid out for a brother. I had to, you know, kind of figure figure out how to, you know, kind of make things stretch, you feel me? So, you know, my first semester, I ended up getting kicked out. <laughs> I got kicked out. They sent my ass packing. But, you know, luckily I was able to, you know, talk to the, the president and he let me stay. But as always, as a, as a knucklehead, you, you continue to bump your damn head a bunch of fucking times. And I end up getting kicked out again, which left me back in a fucking hole. And I came back to St. Louis, Missouri, and I will continue. Yeah, so when I got back to St. Louis, man, I, I can remember... Man, when I was on my way back, when I was, you know, sitting in the car, man, I was like, man, your life fucked <laughs> straight up. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm night. I think I was, what? I was 19 at the time. You know, at 19, man, that's, that's a, that's a, a strange age for a teenager because, you know, in, in the black families, man, we, we're considered grown as the, the, the time that we, we walk across the stage with our high school diploma, you know what I'm saying? Our parents kind of make it make it be known. Like, I, I raised your ass for 18 years, so now it's time to get your grown ass off your ass and figure out 
what you gonna do when you 19 and if you if you think about nine and then you think about teen motherfucker i'm still a fucking teenager so i ain't grown yet even at 20 i mean you think about i'm digressing from the topic but you think about like white white kids right them motherfuckers stay at home they'll graduate from college go back to the crib Stay at home till about 30 years old. Not not all, but I got a bunch of white homies that can stay at stay at their mom's crib and, and just kind of just, you know, live off, stack their money, and then they move out. You know what I'm saying? See, that wasn't the case for us because, see, you either going to have a mama, you going to have a daddy, that ain't going to want your black ass to be sitting sitting around her crib or his crib. They going to want your ass to get the fuck out. They already tired of your ass. But... <laughs> Back to you know, back to my topic. So I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I'm I'm back in St. Louis. Um, I remember. I remember. I had got 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 some game from 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 some people, and they was just like, "Hey, you really gonna go to school, or you gonna work?" So I made the choice. You know, I was like, "You know, what? I'm gonna go to school, but I don't know where I'm gonna go to school at." I said, "I'm I'm not trying to go to no HBCU, historical black college again, because I just didn't like. I didn't like the experience. I didn't like my experience." And that, that doesn't account for every HBCU because HBCUs have a lot of historical connotation, you know, behind it. You know what I'm saying? I respect it for sure. But in my case, it just wasn't my thing because, you know, I feel like to go to HBCU, you got to be prepared. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they say, you know, you, you, you're around your people, but, you know, we we a little extra. You feel me? And at the time, I, I was kind of past the whole extra because in high school, I was extra. Extra, extra, extra. <laughs> so, you know, I had eventually got landed a job probably being back in St. Louis for like two weeks. I got a job at Sam Sam's Club. Shout out to Sam's Club. <laughs> you know, I was pushing carts on the parking lot, man. I was a cart boy, man. And uh, I tell you what, you know, it was a very humbling experience because... I worked at such a popular location, you know, as far as like Sam's, you feel me? So it was like a lot of people that I knew from high school. Cause you know, in high school, I was homecoming king. I was SGA president, all that bullshit. Like I said, I didn't like school, but I was, you know, I got nominated to go, you know, be in positions and shit. Cause, you know, being a, I guess what they call a leader, you know what I'm saying? You kind of get nominated and put into positions. Not, not all the time that I want to, you know, be that person, but. Somebody had to do it, right? But, you know, I had uh, eventually, you know, I landed that job. I was working, man, and um, I wasn't in school. I was just, you know, kind of just, you know, I felt like I was floating. That's how life felt. I was just floating, didn't have no plans. I was like, you know, I want to go to school. I don't know how the hell I'm going to get back in school because with this shit kind of lingering, you know, from my past institution that I was, you know, admitted into, like, when I got kicked out, you know, I didn't really know how that was going to really, you know, handle with, you know, trying to get into another school. So, sure enough, you know, I'm working at Sam's, you know, stacking my money. And I did the unthinkable, you know what I'm saying? What I thought was impossible, but shit, you know, all praise due to Allah, you feel me? You you pray, you push, you put that, that seed in the universe, it eventually sprouts, you feel me? So, sure enough, I had, uh, I applied to University of Missouri. St. Louis, you know, Umsel, shout out to Umsel Tritons, you feel me? And um, I eventually got admitted for the for the summer summer term for criminal justice, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, hey, a brother in the game now. I'm in the game, you feel me? But uh, I had to wait, you know, I had to wait till the summer term to actually commence. So I was just working up until that time. But 
Nobody ever told me that just to get to that time was going to be some of the most hardest times, hardest experiences, you know, for a 19 year old to ever, you know, to deal with, you know what I mean? But sure enough, I made it and, um, you know, started my, started my school, uh, summer term, uh, 2012, 2012, yeah, 2012. And, um, it was, man, it was, it was the hardest thing in my motherfucking life. You know what I'm saying? Just because I, I, that, that was like real, and I ain't trying to like discredit, like, you know what I'm saying? Where I, where I went before as far as college, but like Lane, I ain't trying to, you know, down, down their education system, but this shit was different, man. This shit was hard. It was, the rigor was on a different level. So, you know, short enough, I had a, eventually, you know, I, I got in the swing of things. I started trying to learn how to study. I didn't know, I didn't, you know, I think us as, 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 as scholars, we, we really don't know how to really study. We just, we act like we do, but we don't really know how to study. We just kind of just go with it and we try to remember the shit in our minds. But, you know, eventually you get a little bit more, you know, savvy with it and you can like, connect this with that and then eventually you know it, it makes sense you know what i'm saying but at the time i, I was just like this this kind of just floating in college i ain't i just was doing it because it looked tight you know what i'm saying i knew i wanted to be something but i didn't know what i wanted to be but sure enough i had to eventually you know got in the swing of things but like i said as a 19 year old i was i was experiencing a lot at the time so by i think by like the third week in school for the summer, my, my brother, my brother ends up, ends up dying, you know what I'm saying, so by this time, I think I was just kind of like, I was distraught, you know what I mean, so I had to, I had to, I had to drop out, I dropped out, so this the, this the third time that I gave, gave up on school, you know what I'm saying, so I dropped out, but this time I said I gotta be a lot more strategic with this, because I want to, I want to continue my, my education, so I had to write an appeal to the school, you know, wrote a letter up and I just let them know my situation. They, you know, said they sent back, you know, good, a good, some good news saying you can start back in the fall, but just make sure you, you stay on it. And I met some people in financial aid that kind of helped me out. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But I mean, I'm just letting y'all know, like, man, you know, the, the journey in college, the shit, the trajectory is never going to going to be just, you know, a perfect, perfect route, you know what I'm saying, this shit gonna go up, down, down, up, all type of shit, you feel me, um, so, you know, short enough, I had, uh, I had to drop out, so I'm, you know, I'm dealing with my brother, the loss of my brother, grieving, and all this type of stuff, trying to be there, you know, be for the, be there for the family, and, um, but as soon as August hit, boom, I moved on campus, uh, and, you know, I also want to touch on, like, when I was at the HBCU, man, I, the, the living, the living was, uh, was terrible man my, my my roommate from college my roommate my boy q man he can attest for this like man we we stay in a dorm so small man i tell my students this at, at where i work I, I we stay in a dorm so small man i, I knew what my man's was, was was dreaming we was that close you know what i'm saying so i it, it was man it was terrible man i was i was miserable man but you know going back to you know my, my experience at um so when i moved into the dorm a brother had his own room now, mind you, I didn't have my own room when I was a, when I was a child. So I was like 15, 16 years old. So, you know, it was still fresh. You feel me? I was only, only three years later. I was 19. You know what I'm saying? So when you get it, get your own room, own microwave, 
refrigerator, you know, you know, you got your bathroom, you know, I felt like I was living a life. So I was like, man, this is something I got to, I got to keep, I can't lose this. So it was like that, <clears throat> it was like that, uh, that sense, of, that sense of urgency, because if, if I, if I, if I fuck this up, I was going to be right back somewhere that I didn't want to be, you know what I'm saying? So I had went through, went through college and I'll tell you what, at UMSL, like I said, the living was a lot better, but the, the culture of the school, man, the, the, cause I, I had never like really experienced being in the classroom full of so many different like people, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you got Hispanics, you got white, you got Asian people, you got, you know, we blacks, is, we the minority, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and a lot of college, especially PWIs, predominantly white institutions. So, you know, being a minority, you know, you kind of feel that, that, that being overwhelmed, you know what I'm saying? Because now you really don't know how to really approach, you know, or how to really, you know, communicate or articulate yourself because you, you don't want to sound like, you don't want to sound dumb, you know what I'm saying? So I dealt with that, you know, when I first started because I felt like I was the eyeball. So sure enough, I had, uh, I made it through my first semester. But mind you, you know, my, my mom's, man, during my first semester, she was diagnosed with, you know, pancreatic cancer. So, you know, I had to, you know, I had to, you know, make that choice. I was like, you know, I can't, I can't stop. You know, I got to keep, I got to keep it pushing. But, you know, uh, I was there for my family. I was, I was working. And I think by that time, when the, the second semester hit, when I was in, at UMSU, I ended up getting fired from my job at Sam's because I was late all the time. <laughs> I was late. And uh, that was a learning experience itself because it just showed me that, you know, shit, the world will leave your ass if you ain't contributing, <laughs> if you ain't giving it, you know. The shit that it needs, you know what I'm saying? People will let your ass go, you know what I'm saying, with ease. So it kind of just, it it got me to a point where it made me understand, like, nothing in this world is free, period. You know what I mean? So, sure enough, I had uh, eventually, um, you know, I was jobless for a couple months, but I remember I was, I was, I was working, you know, I was, you know, working, you know, filling out these applications, trying to, you know, get things, get things in order. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't like the feeling of not having no money. Cause I was so used to like, just having a little change here and there. If I needed to eat with you, woo, you know, you name it, you know, that's the whole point of having a job. So you can like, you know, pay for things that you want. You feel me? So sure enough, I had eventually landed a gig at the Chase Park Plaza, man. Ooh, we, <laughs> that was, uh, that was hell in the making. Ooh, God damn. So I was I worked at Chase Park Plaza doing um I was a dishwasher, man. I was a dishwasher and I worked graveyard shifts. So like I used to so I had a, I had an eight o'clock in the morning class that was like Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday. Yeah, so two two days out of the week and the rest I, I worked, you know what I'm saying? I worked or whatever. But uh I had to go in at probably like five PM. I get off at like five AM, have class at eight AM. And, you know, it was a hustle, man. I remember, you know, going to work in my work, I mean, going to class in my work uniform. And mind you, man, you know, you working in a kitchen with dishes, man, you, man, you be filthy, you know what I'm saying? And we, this is, this is when I got to see, like, the lifestyle a lot of these, like, uh, affluent, you know, people live, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm in, I'm in the back, but I could see through the window, you know, in the ballroom where these people, like, just kicking it. They having a good-ass time. But I'm in the back watching their plates, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, I feel like the scum of the earth. But it just showed me, you know, what it feels like to be, you know, at the bottom. Because when you're at the bottom, you see the you see the top. 
clear. You know what I mean? So like, you know, sure enough, I had a, I did that job, but I, I had, I had, to, I had to move on. I worked there for about a month. Then I landed another job at Frito Lake. All the while, all I'm doing, I'm doing this, and I'm going to school at the same time. But I'm still, I always kind of kept them in the back of my mind. Like school is the first, it's my first priority. And I remember my pops, he always kind of emphasized that he was like, man. School should always be your first priority, mind you. My my parents, man, they didn't want they didn't want me to work, but I'm like I had to work because they wanted me, you know, to finish school. They wanted me to get that shit out the way. But uh, you know, like I said, like dealing with a lot, you know, at that at that age, you know what I'm saying. So sure enough, I had a uh, landed the job at Frito Lay. Uh, so I was working, and those hours, man, that man, you talking about? I worked twelve hour shifts every day. As a 19 year old, you know what I mean. So um, that was that was a lot a lot of strain on the body, on my mind, trying to just focus on school. And you know, uh, I had eventually, I had uh, you know finished my my second semester. So boom, I finished my first year of college, full year of college, and I felt you know I felt accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Because I I did what I I did something that I that I thought I couldn't do. You know what I mean? And I I proved to myself that you know. I'm, I'm capable, I'm competent to be in the same room as these, uh, these, these scholars, you know what I'm saying? So by that time, a new confidence kind of awakened inside me and it kind of just showed me, you know what I'm saying? It's time. It's time, Vaughn. <laughs> so, you know, sure enough, I had a, I had a, I was working over the summer, but you know, I needed somewhere to stay and I was dating a young lady at the time. Shout out to her. Um, I'm not saying no names, but I was dating a young lady at the time and, uh, we, uh, we ended up getting an apartment together, you know what I'm saying, it was through the school, because she was kind of in the same situation as me, she, she couldn't go back to the crib, you know what I mean, so I couldn't go back to the crib either, and you know, I had a, so living living on campus at the, in these little apartments for the, for the summer, because I had to move out the dorm, because you couldn't stay in the dorm, because the dorm, to stay in the dorm over the summer would have been expensive as a motherfucker, <laughs> so moved in the apartments, man, and I was just working, you know, grinding, and by this time, I'm 20 years old, so you know, I'm I'm kind of, you know, getting myself together, you know what I mean? So, um, working at Frito-Lay, uh, just getting ready for my, for my next school year. And, uh, boom, I, I was, uh, I was depressed because I didn't have the funds to get into my, my, my next, my third semester. During my third semester, I, I didn't have the funds for it, but I met this guy. Shout out to this shout out to Alan Bird, man. Alan Bird and Umsel, man. That that guy's uh he saves a lot of lives, you know what I'm saying? He he helped me out, man, so much when it came to like financial aid, you feel me? Just finding scholarships. And, you know, short enough I was able to, you know, get some money put in some places where I was able to, you know, move into my third semester at Umsel. So I, you know, I met by this time, my, my network started to expand. I started to see people. I started to meet people. I started to, you know, be a lot more confident in myself to be like, hello, my name is Mavine. This is what I'm trying to do. You know, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? I was I was speaking a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? And I started seeing, you know, I started seeing like a, a path, a path to success. I started seeing my role, you know what I'm saying? What I needed to do and how I needed to do it. You know what I mean? So, you know, I had a eventually... You know, met a lady by the name of Miss Storm and my, my mentor to this day. And she she uh she helped me out a lot too. 
and she landed me a job uh, working as a, a peer mentor on, on campus. You know what I'm saying? So this is the first job I got on campus as far as like, so I ain't got to, you know, keep riding, driving off campus. So by this, by this time, I'm like, you know what? Fuck Frito-Lay. Because for one, I, I hated that damn job because I hated the strain it put on my body. You know what I'm saying? Even as a 20-year-old, 19, 20-year-old, you still got to watch how you how you treat your body. You know, you got all these OGs. They tell you, man, you young. But shit, I'm trying to be old like you one day without those type of complications. You know what I'm saying? I don't want me walking around with my fucking back about to pop out and shit. Fuck that. Nigga, I'm trying to I'm trying to be able to run at 80 years old, run a mile. You know what I mean? But, you know, I ain't no quitting. I let it go because I was just tired. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I want, I want people to know that listen to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, when you got... When you not happy, you know what I'm saying? When you unhappy in a situation, it's okay to let it go. Like, you ain't got to sit there and, you know, sacrifice your happiness for another motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, nah, that ain't cool. Think about yourself. Yeah. But, uh, short enough, I had, uh, I had eventually, you know what I'm saying, got back to, got back to the grind. And, um, so I was in school and finished my third semester. So I'm gonna fast forward this shit because every semester it gets 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 this gets different. So my fourth semester, my second brother ends up getting um getting killed. You know what I'm saying? My brother Marlon. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, my brother. Uh, my second brother. You feel me? I got a call from my pops. He hit me up. I got some bad news I want to tell you. I'm like, man, I, I'm, I don't want to hear no more bad news. But sure enough, he told me. So <laughs> I had to deal with that. You know what I mean? But I bounced back from that. But I use I use those type of experiences as like motivation to kind of keep keep me keep me level. You know what I'm saying? So I had uh, made it through my fourth semester. By this time, I'm I'm a beast at school. You know what I'm saying? And on the ends that like I, nobody could stop me. It was like supreme. I was like at a supreme level, like mentally. My focus was just crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like how, how Mike Tyson said after the fight. You know what I'm saying? Like. My my skill set is impeccable. You know, I, I felt I felt I felt that fire inside me, man. It was it was different. You know what I mean? So, and I had something to prove. It wasn't to prove to the next man. It was to prove to myself because I was so used to you know falling short because I didn't allow myself to to grow in situations. And I was always, and I appreciate the claps. Whoever clap, <laughs> that's that's love. But no, but you know, I had a, I was so used to you know letting myself go for another person. But you know. Neither that's neither here nor there, but let's keep moving on. So by the time I got to my to twenty fifteen, the gates began to open. I seen the finish line. Um, because tw- May of twenty sixteen, that's when I w- when what I would have been graduating my bachelor's degree. You know what I'm saying? So, sure enough, I had a uh, I had grinded out that year. Um, landed a job as a college advisor in a high school. Um, being able to give back to my community in the best way I can because uh, growing up in, you know, growing up, growing up in St. Louis, no matter where you're from, this city is, uh, is different. It's, 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 it's hard to, to, to make it out of here. But uh, sure enough, I was able to, you know, land a, land a really good job with a great, great, um, you know, company or whatever. And we, we work inside high schools. We send, send students to college and, um, so I, I, I graduated May of 2016 with my bachelor's in criminal justice, minor in psychology and philosophy, double minor. You know what I'm saying? Got that out the way. Then got the job, start working. Then I got right back into school, <laughs> right back into school. Got my master's in, a, in 11 months. Now I'm getting my doctorate in education as we speak. So 
I'm gonna sum this this whole podcast up for tonight because I'm 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 on a tangent. But I, I say this to say, man, regardless of you know how things might start, you know what I mean? Like, and I know y'all notice this this whole thing as far as like it's not how you start, it's all about how you finish. You know what I'm saying? And my thing was like college college taught me how to deal with some of the hardest hardest things anybody could ever fathom you know what i'm saying as far as in my shoes because i feel like we all got a story it's just how we tell it you feel me so you know i want to wrap this up with just like man if you in school and people telling you that it's not worth it and all that bullshit man you you follow your heart you know what i'm saying and you follow what makes you happy because at the end of the day like you got to look yourself in the mirror and you got to be like damn that i do everything that i always wanted to do or anything that i wanted to do you know what i'm saying all that bullshit but it is what it is, but I just want to, you know, share that love with y'all, man. It's peace, love, all that good stuff, and um, look forward to, you know, keep sharing that ism. Peace.